You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. And this is brought to you by Ultron, technology partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit Ultron.com. Ultron, there when it matters. Aki Anastasio, also there when it matters. Good morning. Hello, Africa. How are you doing? Did you have a good weekend? am very well, thank you very much. Well, I work over the weekend, as you know, so I, know. I had a very good working weekend. Thank you very much. How was yours? It was very pleasant, thank you. It was very pleasant. It's always good to be uh, um, back at work on a Monday, and uh, yeah, the break was good. It was good, and I spent a lot of time playing with different gadgets, as I always do on my weekends, and uh, excited to talk to you this morning about all the new announcements from Apple. Let's start there, actually. I have, sad to say, only one Apple product. It's my laptop that I've been using for the last six years. Uh I'm not one of those people who uh, looks with anticipation to what announcements are going to be made because I need to be ahead of everybody else in getting the new product. But those who fall into that category must have been excited by some of the announcements. Absolutely. I think they they, they made some really interesting announcements this year and they introduced a a new range of phone as well. So, uh, firstly, if you're an Apple user, don't uh, hold off on your upgrade for just yet because these products are going to be uh, available in South Africa at the end of this month, uh, which is great. You know, in the past, we had to wait a few months um, and we were on this uh, like third wave of, of product releases, but we're right there with the rest of the world. So expect these new phones to be available in South Africa as of the end of this month, 27th of September to be exact. Um, so what they did, they launched a few uh, a few new phones and they've reduced the price of some of the original phones. So uh, Apple introduced the 11 Pro, uh, the iPhone 11 Pro and the iPhone 11 Pro Max and these are essentially their kind of flagship models that are, um, you know, they've got the most amazing camera capabilities. I haven't played with one yet, so I'm waiting to play with one. But really, if you look at the cameras, there's three lenses at the back of these phones, and they feature Apple's latest processor, which is, uh, like, really super fast and a lot more efficient on the battery life than the previous processor. So, you know, you'd expect them to get better, and they have got quite considerably better. You know, the increment change on the previous phone is probably at least about 20% in speed and just general performance. Um, you know, it's got, it's got a magnificent screen and, you know, this is the, it's like the Rolls Royce of Apple phones. If you really are wanting to be on top of the pile, you need to get the iPhone 11 Pro and they're going to be available at the end of this month. They also, um, you know, added their, you know, the other iPhones, the iPhone 11 and, uh, you know, they added onto that one as well, just including the the new Bionic processor on it, which is the the same kind of fast processor I've just been talking about. So lots of phones and lots of different sizes of phones, a lot faster. And if you if you have FOMO, if you one of those conditions that you suffer from, then you're going to have to get these phones. I'm afraid they they actually the new phones are slightly cheaper than the previous phones. Not the top of the range ones because that's a new model altogether, but the 11 is cheaper than the current range of chip. Uh, the current range of phones slightly cheaper so they're coming in they don't want to push the boundaries in terms of price they want to make it as 
affordable as possible. Um, and it, as I said, features the A13 Bionic chip. Now, along with this, they announced a couple of other interesting um, uh, announcements. So Apple introduced a streaming subscription service, which rolls out on the 1st of November, which, which will ultimately compete with the likes of Netflix um, and, and you know other similar services that are in the market at the moment. And it's going to come in at $4.99 a month. It's going to be available in 100 countries. We're not sure if it's going to be available in South Africa, but I'm pretty sure that we're on that initial um, rollout phase uh, on the 1st of November. But what Apple did say is that if you do buy an iPhone, you get 12 months free subscription to this particular service, which is really good value for money. And I mean, they've got for example, The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston, uh, Reese Witherspoon. They've got, uh, Oprah on this channel. Um, and they've got a whole lot of other, te- uh, you know, a whole lot of other content available and it's going to grow. So Apple is really investing a lot of money in its, um, you know, in its subscription service for, for streaming, um, video and movies, etc. Um, they also launched a, an Apple Arcade subscription service, which is a, a gaming platform with a hundred new games. And it's going to start at about $5 for families per month and that for me is really exciting because gaming is really massive around the world um, then they introduced a new Apple Watch with an always on display and they reduced the price of the previous Apple Watches that goes for on sale more or less at the same time, there was a new iPad that came out as well, Africa, which is also a reduced price, making it more affordable for you know school kids etc, um, so a lot of new announcements from Apple this at this, uh, at this um, event and you'll see these devices being available here in South Africa. And then on the 19th of September, traditionally every year, I don't know, Apple coincides with this with my birthday, you see, and they roll out their latest, um, <laughs> their latest iOS platform, which is the operating system, which the iPhone's running on. And, um, that's going to be coming out this week as well. And there's some really exciting features there as well. So make sure firstly you back up your iPhone. Um, before you do the update. And once you do the update, uh, they, if you, if you search on the internet, the features and that sort of thing, I mean, there are so many features that you can look forward to on this new update. But, uh, I'll give you an example. They've got this, um, you know, the keyboard, for example, allows you to now, um, you know, you previously you'd have to download third party keyboards to be able to do this like swipe and swift but you can actually keep your finger on your keyboard and swipe from letter to letter to get you know words out so it recognizes got smart technology that recognizes what you're trying to type and will allow you to do that um one of the other things that uh, you know the the new software will have is like a uh, you know the one thing i don't know about you but when when you are on your on your phone, right, and somebody in the movies turns on their phone, which they shouldn't do, right. That white screen seems to be very disruptive to everyone, you know. So that really bright screen is really disruptive. So what what they've done with the new version uh, iOS 13 is they've included a, a black screen as well, so you can swap around the colors. So the letters are white. And the background of the screen is black, so it's not as bright as it was before. Um, they've got the keyboard, as I said. They've got some really amazing camera enhancements and video editing stuff. And um, they've added more on those live emojis that they've got as well. So there are just tons and tons of small features, even things like notifications and that sort of thing. So they've really tweaked, and, and it's you're going to recognize it because it's got the familiarity of your current operating system, but there's a lot of interesting hidden extras, and you can find all those details online, read through them, familiarize yourself with the stuff, but it's ultimately aimed at making your life easier and how you operate the phone. 
I'm one of those people who believes that both stake and occur in your metro actually should have some sort of technology in place that disallows any kind of connectivity once you are inside a cinema so that I can enjoy Downton Abbey that's coming out this weekend, for example, without having to be distracted by Aki, who's bored and wants to check well, I, on what's happening on Twitter. Don't you throw shade at me. I'm not one of those people who does that in the movie houses. I'm one of those people that taps their seats and say, turn off your phone. But is Downton Abbey coming onto the big screen? It is indeed. It is I indeed. It's releasing that. this weekend. I think it's releasing this weekend in South Africa as well. Uh, I know it's releasing this weekend in America and some of the international markets had they released this past Friday, including the UK. Oh, okay. That's quite cool. And, and by the way, is one of the other cool things that uh, Apple have done with the new update is one of my favorite features. So, you know, you've got all your, when you try and search for photographs of somebody, they have, um, the birthdays assigned. You know, if you got them assigned in your birth, in your, in your people's album, when it's your birthday, it will highlight all your pictures on your phone. So I can make a collage and send you, Hey, Africa, it's your birthday. This is our friendship. And you can send, uh, you know, that to people, which is quite a nice feature. So they've really gone, really big and this is what people are using phones today for right it's photographs it's video it's they want to be able to do a lot more editing and create a lot more creative stuff uh, just using their devices and apple has really gone come to the party with all of these things so you're going to see a lot of that kind of stuff and and also the the maps have been redesigned uh, you know completely and you'll be able to get uh, things like uh, you know sand roads there are beaches then buildings where you can actually get uh, maps available for those particular areas uh, uh, over and above the streets that you'd have as well so there's some really nice enhancements with the maps as well so lots of things to 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 look forward to in that update and it goes live on the 19th of september and it's important to note that with this announcement, I mean, previously, and granted, we might go back a decade now, there was always a new product, something different, something exciting, something that's going to be a game changer in our ability to interface with technology and to obviously connect with one another. What Apple seemingly is doing here is going, you know what, you've got the devices that you have already. We'll tweak and improve where we can, but we also offer a product offering now that is slightly more diverse. So bring in games, bring in television Correct. and so forth in order for the company obviously to draw revenue from multiple sources now not just the devices that they uh, have depended on up until now no, absolutely I mean the revenue streams come from the app store for example from the sale of phones now they, they you know they're going big on content and um, it will be interesting to see how much money they invest you know the competition out there with the likes of Netflix who you know now make their own uh, you know content as well um, they're going to be commissioning a lot of content as well so Apple is those kind of people that sit there they, they watch the market they see where the market is going and then they go big. And you're going to see the same thing with virtual reality and augmented reality with their devices, which are all, by the way, ready for those kind of services. Um, and, and then, of course, the new range of I'm, – I'm really excited with the iPhone 11 Pro and the iPhone 11 Pro Max. I think these phones are going to be sensational when it comes to photo, photography, uh, video enhancements, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, really looking forward to those uh, those devices, which will be available in South Africa, as I said, 29th of September. And do yourself a favor if you are 
you know, if you've got an existing phone, I, I was just looking at some of the um, amazing uh, offers they've got at the iStore. Uh, for example, if you go and if you've got any contract with any of the networks, you can go there and do really great upgrades there. Plus, they offer additional stuff like the iCare Plus. So you can extend your 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 phone's warranty, and you know they give you value with screen repairs. And you know we all damage these things, but when you have to replace the screen, it's a lot of money. If you can get it for free or get an extended warranty uh, with your new phone, it's great. And then they also have the offer for you to trade in your old phone, and they give you a gift card for you to use for whatever you want. So go and shop around. Is my was what I'm saying to you. And I looked at the iStore offerings and. If I was due for an upgrade, I certainly would be heading out that way because the the offerings are really good. Uh, let's uh, park Apple for a moment yes. and turn our attention to Google, who have come up with an, an interesting solution, I suppose, to the challenge that is faced often by you and me whenever we need a dermatological specialist to diagnose what's happening on our skin. We have to book three, four months in advance when you've got a problem now, so we end up going to our GP. Our GP doesn't necessarily have the specialization to be able to detect what is wrong. And then Google say, well, let's come up with a system. No, this is this is what I love about technology, Africa, because right now skin conditions are, you know, globally when you look at skin conditions, they are right behind colds, fatigue, and headaches as the most common kind of ailment. So people go and visit the doctor for these kinds of conditions. And there, as you correctly say, there's a massive shortage of dermatologists around the world. You cannot get an appointment ahead of time. Um, and, you know, you tend to go to your doctor who will try and diagnose whatever's your skin condition, whatever could be wrong. You don't know what it is. So what Google have done is they've been experimenting with us. They do this as well with, with uh, ophthalmologists. They, they're able to pick up your eye conditions better than actual ophthalmologists. But it's not designed to do things better than a dermatologist or a doctor. This is designed to help doctors and dermatologists. So what they've been doing, um, they, they've got this AI system and they use big data. They use big data and analytics and a lot of metadata. Now metadata we refer to, if I ask you, for example, your age, your sex, the kinds of symptoms that you've got and your medical history. Um, they use 45 different types of metadata in conjunction with this kind of technology and they're able to screen your your skin and you give you an accuracy between 77 and 96 percent which is a lot higher than what doctors and dermatologists currently get they sit at about 70 percent but on average this technology from google using ai using big data and analytics they're able to take a photograph of your skin and they're able to diagnose it to around about a 90 percent accuracy and getting even better with these kinds of skin diseases and it's a uh, it's incredible to to understand this because you know they talk about you know in google's paper there's stasis dermatitis and cellulitis which are very similar rashes but you you know uh, to the human eye you might not be able to see it in immediately and you'd have to use the metadata to compare your medical history to finally get the right diagnosis of what that skin condition could be so they've identified this and they can they can identify at least 20 six different types of skin conditions just by using this technology and it's it's incredible to think that we've got this available 
and doctors are able to use it, dermatologists are able to use it and, uh, and identify and help their job, make their job a lot more accurate than, um, than the current tools which they have because currently a dermatologist would look into your skin, then they would have to reference, then they'd have to compare with other doctors before they come with a consensus on what your actual condition could be on your skin. Now this technology is able to do this in real time using artificial intelligence, comparing records and looking at other reports and records of other doctors that have put this onto the system and generate that result to give you that accuracy without wasting time or the ability to make mistakes. So, and they, they've compared this and they've used this. They used 50,000 different diagnoses uh, with over 40 dermatologists to come up with this latest research that they've come up with. And this is really the way forward. The way doctors are going to be consulting together with technology in the future, whether it's be cancer, whether it's be skin conditions like this, whether it's ophthalmologists looking for eye conditions. This is why technology for me is so, so exciting in the world that we're living in. You look at what's available in the cloud, the computing power, AI, and, and machine learning and analytics. Man, we live in an exciting world. We certainly do. Aki, thank you very much. As always, Aki Anastasio back with uh, Eusebius next week, Monday. Cheers, Africa.